Hello, Foot Clan, and welcome to Chicago Baseball Podcast, episode 16. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, the executive producer, the best in the business, the commissioner, the brand new member of the Naperville Comber Chamber of Commerce, the great Matt Wentz. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I don't know if you'd be sharing that information, but whatever. Um, it made me laugh. Oh, man, was it? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, first day off in about, um, what, 14, 15 days. So um, uh, I, I will say, I don't know if like I was like uh, had to be quarantined or if I was like, if, if, if my job told me to stay home for a little bit, I don't know what, I think I'd go crazy. Like this is just one day and I was uh, losing it. Uh, but it was nice to sleep in and, uh, you know, uh, just watched uh, some some highlights of some old games today. Uh, it was fun, but uh, I'm well. Excellent. I'm glad it's, uh, you got a day off. I'm sure it's well-deserved for sure. And But, yeah, this uh, quarantine stuff is uh, – it gets it gets old real fast. First couple of days, it's nice, but after a while, it's – I only have one kid. You got three, and this has got two, and, and that. So it would be crazy trying to keep them entertained and trying to teach them about this e-learning. So – Hats off to you guys, especially you, buddy, trying to run at one point two businesses and run doing stuff at home and trying to get stuff ready for the draft. So that's crazy, but yeah, it's uh this nice weather's it helps. So uh, today's sure. guest is the co is the host of BGTF and the weirdo at Jason's Deli in Naperville can't show his face there after his <laughs> online order. So. Uh, what's up, Miss? Hey guys, how you doing? I'm excited to be on again. Excited to talk. To the, I like to call this podcast "How You Screwed Up Your Draft" by with Maddie Went. So um, <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm trying to get the name changed, but uh, I, I, we already got a lot of stuff that's Chicago baseball. So uh, I think we're just going. Yeah, we already got the merch and all the other things. So it's. At this point, we we have to stick with it, but we do appreciate you listening and your suggestions. We'll file that with the intern himself, and uh, <laughs> he'll he'll run the numbers. But probably <laughs> it's just going to get filed in the storage container. Uh, today's pod, uh, episode will be about Niz's draft strategy, uh, Niz's draft day best picks, bad picks, and thoughts on the draft and the season. Niz will rank the league also, but before we get to that. Matt, do we have any Google Doc updates? I um I updated the Google Doc spreadsheet today. You know, I thought it would be a good day to do it. I I do enjoy doing it, so it is one hundred percent updated. Uh, and I just want to say, uh, maybe Ken should use or not use, but maybe he should get some advice on how to spend money, um, and how to manage his team, because he has already one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen different um, uh, transactions with a grand total of $12 and $3 for next year spent. Um, I know we did a ranking already, but I think I'm going to choose Ken is the worst team just because he's going to be the worst manager of this team. I can yeah. give this Ken, I can give Ken's team to my oldest, my youngest son and it, he could run it better. 
So you're saying you picked the bad person to try to help. Last give, year, I guess. Yes. You gave the key, year. you know, you gave the kid the, the car, keys to the brand new car, and he, he came decided back he totaled the car. Not yeah, not even that. He just came back home, walking back home and asked him where the car was, and he's like, What car? <laughs> Dude, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but no, uh it's all updated. Uh so if everyone's check it out, let me know. Um Gus was you know, looking over, he helped me out, uh, helped out uh, me with one of the things. So, but uh, yeah, it's all good. Yes, my head is still spinning from last week's podcast with Gus. So, I'm sure he might still be on if uh, <laughs> he's still talking somewhere. Yes, he's still talking somewhere and just talking to both of us. But uh, Niz, your uh, your draft strategy, uh, you like to share with us? Did you have a friend that was? Running numbers for you, or uh, or what? What was your strategy? Uh, yeah. Well, so I went into the draft. I knew I um, uh, I had some uh, really good starts to uh, like pitching and and some some really good like um, really good uh, like I liked what I was coming in with. Um, I. Uh, you know, I did the one guy I didn't expect to get was Scherzer. You know, I I I thought most of the uh, uh, top end starting pitching was going to go for a lot, and that like drained a lot of my money. My whole idea was last year I spent so much money um, early on that I wanted a buffer. I wanted to walk in and have some cash. Um, you know, I the goal was somewhere between thirty five and and forty, but I just couldn't put together a a uh, competent team with the, without spending, you know, the additional $15 that I did or, or $13 that I did. So I walked away. I'm up. I'm, I got $20 to spend going into the season. So, uh, which is more than I typically uh, start off with, you know, I, I, I usually don't um, have a lot. And based off of that, I, you know, I sort of, that that's what I wanted. I wanted to complete my team and go in. Uh, I know Maddie's going to – everybody's – every single person. I've listened to every mm-hmm. co- podcast. Mm-hmm. They don't understand my pitching strategy. Um, the, the whole idea behind it was um, to get a couple players in place and then really be uh, aggressive on the uh, – uh, be aggressive once the season starts. You know, there's always a couple guys, especially in the beginning, that start off hot and everything like that. Um that I just typically don't, I'm not able to go after because I don't have the cash for it. So um, I'm going to be active on the the waiver wire, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put together the rest of the the, the spots. That the one mistake I made was Adam Ray, uh, Wainwright, um, but th- there was you know for the most part I think I drafted really well. Uh, I know I'm I'm deep in some some positions, but I I, I meant to sort of do that just because um, there was just so much value in the hitting left in the draft and the guys I walked away with, I'm, I'm super happy with, but um, my team's not going to look like this. It never does. And I'm going to have some money to, uh, to play with the going into the season. So I'm excited. Yeah. And then uh, you want to talk about your trade after the, the draft. That went down really weird. I mean, I just so to me, Trey Turner is a potential top three player. Um, you know, like I a couple of years ago, 
I, I really wanted Vlad. I, I see the potential that Maddie sees in him too. Um, but he, it's tough to pick. It's tough to pass up on a guy that's you know has the potential to hit twenty five and steal fifty bases. You know that you know they'd still have a, a great OBP. So um, and you know be a five category contributor. Contributor. So um, I, I I honestly think I have a chance this year. So. You know, I couldn't look into the future. I think Vlad's another year away. So, I mean, I wasn't ha- I wasn't upset about it, and I really wanted Mustakis. Mustakis was the Mustakis was the thing that um, uh, sort of pushed it over because I see him as a top five hitting in Cincy. Um, I think he's going to be a top five second baseman. Yeah, I like Mustakis. Yeah, I mean, the- going in the draft, and I was seemed like everyone else was very high on him too. Yeah, I mean, his – what did he go for? Well, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that 18. Yeah, I guess he did. It was 18. I couldn't uh, – but at that that time that he went, I mean, I just didn't have – I didn't have the money. So, I mean, I couldn't go after a guy like that. I couldn't – you know, to to walk away with Freeman, uh, Moustakis, Trey Turner, still have Devers on my team. I mean, I have a solid – uh, infield, you know, like, and I've got guys like Mark Canna that I can uh, plug in there and uh, uh, like um, uh, JD Davis at third base and stuff. And I, so I like, I like the, the flexibility that I, I came out with. Um, but I mean, just to have that, that lineup sort of set up um, that's, it just, it sort of fell into my lap and, you know, it, probably was maybe the the beer that made me uh, push me into doing it but i'm not i'm not upset with it you know i i think i i think i would have loved to have grown with uh vlad and taken him all the way and and seen what he really could have like utilized his potential and stuff but you know for what i got out of it i'm not upset i mean i'm I'm, i i love i've had a i've wanted to own trey turner for years now and it just he always gone he always went for too high and you know i i like where i'm i like my team right now so i'm not going to be upset you know i can't say i can't say that i didn't i'm not trying for it no i i i mean i, I don't know i don't think you're doing that but i i still think like that you 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 have these gut reactions where you just go for it like you know like the hundred dollars on vlad you know you spent that and then you know going back to it you know I still think that you were you got that after you did it. You try you were going to try to flip him two days. That's I, I still believe that maybe that wasn't like your ideal situation or case, or you didn't like plan to do that. But excuse me, from like the conversations I had with you, the conversations I had with Dave, like I felt like you did try to do that, and I feel like after that wasn't going to work. You're like, all right, I'll, I'll bring him up, um, and. And either you, you brought him up too late or you should have brought him up in the beginning of the season or you maybe you should have tried to flip him earlier. I just I felt like you were very wishy-washy with it, that situation. And now you're already given up on a year. I mean, from everything that I hear, I mean, I you know, again, I just – we all listen to somebody. We all listen to different people. I listen to a lot of people. Some people listen less. It, it Regardless of that, more and more I hear the same thing. A lot of people want him on his team. They feel like you're right. It might not be this year. It could be next year. Um but he is either going to do what he did last year or he's going to do better than that. And I feel like he's still growing. He's a, he, he's, he was a top prospect for a reason. So um, 
I don't know why you gave up on him too much. And if it's just to get Trey Turner, then just go back to your draft. I don't know why. If you like these guys of um, – um, what's it called? Mark Canna and – who else did you draft? Uh, that was it, I guess. But you could have got any first baseman for relatively cheap. Um, take um, Freddie Freeman away. Draft your Trey Turner. Keep your third baseman in Vlad. And then the stupid $4 or $3 that you spent on D Gordon and Adam Ray Wright – Give that to the amount of money that you would have just spent on Trey Turner, and you could have had Trey Turner. And I- Again, thank, thank you, De- Maddie. How I traded or how I went wrong. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I didn't make mistakes. I also brought up a bunch of players. I mean, you said that, you uh, this guy so much. Hold on, this- hold on, hold on. Well, I brought up a go ahead. I brought up a bunch of players as well that like went like D. Gordon was not meant to be on my team. Um, there was guys that I brought up that like I'm like these are guys I don't want. I'm putting them out there because everybody's being really aggressive. And then at that time, that's when I brought up D. Gordon. I made a mistake with that one. I'm, I'll be the first one to admit it. And that's I, I also I also brought up like three other players that are on other people's teams that I'm just like, what? How can you own this player type of deal? You know, I guess I didn't want is, him for is that you must not really you wanted Freddie Freeman more. You wanted Trey Trey Turner. You wanted Max Scherzer more than you wanted Trey Turner. Is that correct? No, I wanted I yeah I wanted pitching, so I went after Max Max Scherzer. You know, I I I actually was the guy I really wanted, and I was hoping to walk away with like a thirty five dollar guy, and then maybe like a ten hundred and fifteen instead of just fifty three. My my strategy was to get Zach Granke, and at the time when I when I bet in on Scherzer, I saw how much. I saw how much um, – what's his face went for? Scherzer went before. Yeah, dude, uh, DeGrom went. I, I went. I saw how much for De, DeGrom went, and I, I figured he'd be right around there. And I, I thought about it, and I looked at it, and I go, well, he's going to be 53 if I bet right now. And I'm not going to be upset about it because it's less than DeGrom, but I really think somebody's going to go a dollar over. I'll just throw it out there. And so nobody called – past 53 so i i ended up with scherzer so i'm not upset about that um a lot of the other things that i I had heard uh, in in retrospect to my pitching is because of the way that this season's shaping up now i heard this on multiple podcasts uh with the delays and everything is those guys that i'm sitting on i see it as a short-term thing three guys um, like like uh matt manning and, and nate pearson i think all three at least two of them are going to come up and end up being um uh, like six man rotations because that's what i think they're they're leaning and on torn uh on doing and how dominant pearson's been how dominant uh copex looked this uh this spring i wanted pieces of that and i wanted them long term so i was okay with with the yeah i'm, moves I'm that not I made. That's fine. I, I guess what I'm just, uh, I, I guess the one thing that I, you know, get on and start telling you how, what you did wrong. It's not that you did anything wrong. It's just that you did not have a draft strategy. Like we're making fun of what's his name. Uh, I, did have a draft, I did have a draft uh, strategy. I'm <laughs> we're making fun of Gus for being all over the place. You literally said at the beginning of this, that you thought that Max Scherzer I mean, I wish I, I, I should have just wrote it down. Just what you said about it, you you weren't you you thought he was gonna go for a higher amount of money, but you kept you kept bidding on him. I, I remember that. You were going all the way. I mean, and if you if you were saying that you got him for 54, you thought it sounds like you're, you're a little bit of your draft strategy was bid people up. 
And that's, you know, it sounds you did it for three or four players. And, no, I, uh, I, paid, I paid for – You just said the, you were going to bid 54 and someone's going to go over and they didn't, so you got stuck with them. Even – Well, at that but price, I, I never said I was stuck with them. I said I would be happy if I got them at 53, but I, 54, but I really 54. think somebody's going to go higher. Like that, okay. that, Well, I guess what, it's possible that you have the Scherzer, right? And then Freeman, yeah. you wanted Freeman, right? And you keep talking about how much you want to turn. Uh, you know, I mean, basically what I did is I gave you $64 for, um, for um, Vlad. You know, it's in player form, but I gave you the $64. And, you know, team, I do like your team. I think you've got good players on your team. I, I do think you've got, you know, the, the problem is that if Turner goes down again, which he has a lot of the time, you're going to be struggling for stolen bases, which isn't bad. Because I'm not. I'm not. John, you guys, you guys mocked the whole John Birdie thing, but I like Birdie was going to be in my rotation if I hadn't gotten. Uh, if I hadn't gotten, it was going to be Ahmad Rosario and and, and John Birdie. Um, okay, really, he, one of those, one of those guys. I'm I'm looking to go. Probably Ahmed Rosario. Like I mean. I'm okay dropping him once the season starts if he doesn't like if he's not a stud. Otherwise, I'm going to try to push him if he if he starts off hot. That's one guy that like he's got no position flexibility. Um, you know, he's got the pedigree and the the name recognition. So I'm going to hold on to him with the beginning of the season. But I'm not looking. I don't think he's going to be on my team. You know, much longer. You know, much longer than the beginning of the season. We'll see. It's either he's either going to be dropped or traded. So. You know, it's about it's about setting yourself up to. Yeah, I had a strategy. It's it's my strategy was to set myself up where I had a lot of position flexibility, and I had players that I can use as chips, and I walked away with money. I mean, I'm okay with that. I have, I I wanted, I I, here's the one thing I wanted. I wanted three guys in the top. uh, I wanted three like aces. I wanted three guys that I can I can. I knew that had arms. So I had Louis, Louis Castillo already, Blake Snell. I wanted one more guy, and I thought it would be Granky, and then I could get another, you know, guy in the next tier. But I ended up with Scherzer. So instead I walked away with, you know, Rich Hill and Adam Wainwright for whatever that is, you know. I, I, I just, it's, <clears throat> it's a, you jumped all over because you wanted these two guys. I feel like you did the exact same thing in, in the other year with Vlad. And again, you know, I, I'm sorry. I mean, and Mar- R- R- Ahmed Rosario, you should have just dropped to begin with. Their shortstop was so plentiful that if you wanted Turner, I, you know, there's easier ways to get a first baseman, I guess, is, is how I was thinking of it. And it sounds like you're, you keep talking about Turner, how much you liked him and everything like that. And that's why you gave up Vlad. But you're giving up on a guy that you spent $100 on to now take on a guy that is good and that's great. I, I like Turner a lot. I, I think that's great and he fits well with your team. But again, if you liked him that much and you wanted a roster construction around this type of guy, then just draft a guy and don't draft Freddie Freeman and don't draft well, all these okay. other guys. No, 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 no. Because you can't. I I can't walk into it knowing what I knew last year. You know, I, I went on Vlad because I thought Vlad was going to be what Devers was. I, I, you know, like I know, I'm sitting, I, I have well, Devers. I don't, Trey Turner. Go draft Trey Turner if you want him so much. Why? I didn't have the money to do it. I didn't have the money to do that and get Fr- Freddie Freeman on my team. So I'm willing to give up a guy that I'm very strong in and I think I have a better version of 
I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I, you, but now, you're, now basically what you're roster roster's construction is is me getting a the best shortstop available in my in my mind. You know, like that. That's. But now you got. I'm like, okay with. I mean, it. I, I'm all for it. Like. I guess like we can move on from that then. I think that's just we don't agree at all. But just the three guys that, that you got on your no, bench between you're not, you're not being logical about it. You're you're not. You're saying I I you're you're pull, you pulling up ass feeling. No, hold on, hold on. You keep putting in that like I spent a hundred dollars on this guy a year ago. Well, a year ago, Raphael Devers wasn't not wasn't what he was supposed to. And I went in with two third basemen. The one guy's better than the other. So now I'm willing to to yeah, I spent a little bit too much on him at uh, a couple years ago, but I think I got really good players for what I just traded them for. So no, no, and I'm not my team stat. Spend hundred dollars. What I'm saying is the the um, the rationale and the way you got him for a hundred dollars is is w- with no rhyme or reason. Is what I'm saying. You did it. You did put it. You bid a hundred dollars on. You, you wanted to get Vlad so bad. You were willing to go at a outrageous cost to get him. Not that you actually – I'm talking about just the actions that you did, the way you did it. $100 on Vlad. Okay, that was two years ago. Okay. okay. But yes. that's how you did it again this year. You're like, I'll trade you for that for these two guys. Without even thinking about it. And in my mind, as soon as you said, I wanted these guys so bad. I looked at your team who you had. Don't draft Freddie Freeman. You spent $43 on him, just so you know. You have to draft him. But I have, but now I have Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner. I think my team's better than it than if I had Freddie Freeman and and, and Ahmad Rosario and Vlad in, on on my bench or on my in my utility spot. I think my team's better. Okay, it, we okay. We, so so then <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So you rather have a Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner than a um um uh, Vlad and Trey Turner. Yes, because I already have Raphael Devers. It's a completely different thing. And and here's the other thing is I drafted J.D. Davis. He was I, I had an idea that he was going to play my outfield, but he's third base eligible too. I think he's going to actually be, you know, 98% of what Vlad is going to be this year. So I'm oh, okay wait a minute, with it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You think he's going to be 98%, so almost, a, almost identical to what Vlad is, you're saying? Yes. So look at the numbers last year. I will bet uh, in 410, 410 plate appearances. Does not put up 4% less than what Vlad does this year. Yeah, he does. 4%. I don't know how you – I mean, I'm sure we can quantify that. You can, you know, add the numbers together and divide it by 100 and then whatever that is, I guess. I I, I don't even know. But you're saying that J.D. Davis is going to be 4% less so if you went on, because they're both third base, and you ranked a third baseman at the end of the season, you go to Yahoo. So they'll they'll be they'll be Vlad, and then one spot below him would be JD Davis. Yeah, I think he's going to be right there. Oh my god! Wow. And and what are you basing this off of? 410 plate appearances. He hit 22 home runs, 369 uh, uh, RB, uh, 369 uh, uh, on base per- percentage. The guy was good last year with unlimited appearances. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he has the pedigree. He was a, 
uh, a top prospect at one point, and then they just like sort of forgot about him because he didn't come up right away. But last year, he showed signs that that he of the top uh, prospect pedigree, and that's why he did as well as he did. So as of like, right now, I'm just a, as a, you know, as an all around projection, all the projection systems together, they have them for if we're gonna play, you know. Um, the, the, a full baseball season. Just anytime I talk about it, anything stat related, I'm going to talk about in the in the realm of a full baseball season because that's all I know. That's all we can go off of. That's all this is right now. But so with you know, let's say is 100 or 504. This is what it says as as a um, you know as a, as an average. This just has him at 21 home runs, three stolen bases, and a 327 OBP with you know about 130 combined runs and. RBIs. So, so that's, that's not that good. That's like, that's a waiver wire guy. I think, I think that's under what, the, what he's actually going to do. And, and again, I'm a guy that I look at the, the advanced stats on it and he, he really hit off really well in, in the back half of the year. Like I said, he didn't finish it at 327. He hit it. He finished at a 369. And that, that was, that was fueled by his second half. And a lot of it, a lot of the advanced metrics that that you look at on there, he had a really good ISO ISO score. He had really good BABIP. Uh, he wasn't just lucky. He was it was sustainable. He he, you know, he was part of this whole flyball uh, revolution on there. I think he's going to be good. I think Vlad's going to be a ten to twelve range, and I think JD Davis is going to be a in that range as well, 10 to 13. Like he's, he's, he'll be right around there. So I was okay giving up Vlad. So, so then I guess the bigger question is, is that you, you like JD Davis. I, I, I was more appalled at that because I, I, you know, view Vlad as a top three third baseman. So then I was thinking that you viewed Vlad the same and that you thought JD Davis was a top I, four. So you don't, you no. think that is literally a bust then is what you're saying. I'm saying Vlad is probably. I think third base is so stacked that you're no, right. I don't. I don't. What you think of Vlad? You spent a hundred dollars on two years ago. You got him this year for two good players, but you're like. I think he's. I think he's young. I don't think. I think he's a year away. Okay. So I think he's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he's a, a year away. We'll move on then. I, I then the the only other thing I would say that, and you, you keep talking about it, is is that. The roster construction thing, you have an outfielder, an outfielder, and a shortstop. Besides Birdie, which I, I like him. He's a good guy. He could steal some bases, and I think he would be able to, you know, be a good fill-in every once in a while. It just – I don't know if you're going to be able to he's, that whenever – He stole you, 17 yeah. bases in 256 uh, plate appearances last year. I mean, uh, again, there's – listen, he's but a buck guy. You get guys in your team that are going to steal less than ten. Like I, I'm sorry, Fred Freeman sold six. He's going to steal less than that. Mustakas is not going to steal more than two. One Devers. I'm sorry, he's not going to do that again. He popped eight that one hot month he had. You know, Gallo. I mean, it's a mute point because I think your team has the has has a good chance to you know win home runs, RBIs, and you know runs every time. But at, at the same point in time, I, I just don't I don't think you have this one category. That's all I'm saying. But I, I like that's that's the thing I'm I'm gonna I'm planning with. I can I can go up against a team, um, for example, uh, uh, who my, is I looking team. at? I right? 
home runs. But if you go up against my team, you you're not gonna take. You're just gonna keep the guys you have in your lineup. You're not gonna adjust. No, your I'm not. Way. No, I'm not. I, I will adjust it. I'm I'm playing Lorenzo Cain over Avicel uh, Garcia. I'm playing uh, uh, John Birdie in my utility versus like a JD Davis or or, or Mark Canna. I, you know, I'm going to put um, um, Ahmad Rosario in there. I mean, it, I can I can adjust that a, as I see because I don't. I think my my team's going to be fine with the Flamel Reyes, uh, Joey Gallo, Mike Mustakis, Gary Sanchez, all hitting bombs. You know, more bombs than than your team combined. So I'm I'm okay with that. I, I'll get. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I have. I think I have that flexibility. You know, it's one of those things that, like, you're, I know you said, you know, I would never get a second catcher, but I, I think having hitter, hitter flexibility to play matchup every week, it, there's something to it, you know. And in all honesty, I still don't know what I'm going to do with pitching. I really don't because I have two different ways that I want to see how the year really lines up. And I can either get rid of a lot of that hitting and, and focus more on it, uh, on uh, pitching, or I can, you know, or I have another strategy. So I mean, it's so. What is this pitching strategy? Really, let's let's move on to that. Uh, sorry, Dom, I take your thunder. But so you, you you really don't have a closer at all. So you're going to lose saves unless you drastically. Uh, make yeah, I'm punting. I'm punting right. saves. Okay, fair enough. You have right now, as 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 of the season starting today or whenever it does, it looks like for most part you have Peterson, Manning, Kopech. And um, um, all Rich Hill from you know, depending on when he comes back, let I'll just go. We're just gonna say Rich Hill. All four guys out of your pitching staff will all be on your bench that you cannot play. So you will have Montgomery, Wainwright, Stripling, those three plus Scherzer, Snell, and Castillo. So you have six guys, three great guys, amazing guys. I love those three guys. I like all of them. I really, really do. But those three guys plus the crap. You have after it can't sustain a pitching staff. So, what is it? The pitching strategy and how how was this put together? So, one of the things that I, I think I'm so strong in hitting, unless I'm going up against two two or three other teams out there, I think I'm so strong in in hitting that I can I can get four or five category, categories out of that. I'm really. So it's either I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to, like I said, be active in the wa- waiver wire and and move things around and and be look looking for another pitcher to fill out you know some more pitcher depth or I might just go hey one of my top three guys you know Scherzer Snell um, uh, uh, Castillo I might just wait and see how they start the week. And if they if they have a gem, I might just try to get minimum uh, minimum innings and see how it goes. So 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 now you're talking on both sides of your rear end because you just said that if you're playing someone like me, that you'd be able to move one of these guys, Ahmed Rosario, Lorenzo Cain, or Birdie into your utility. But now you've already talked about picking up whoever's available, and I'm assuming you're not going to drop your Kopech, your Manning, or your Peterson, right? So you're going to drop. Either no, I got those guys long. So you're going to. You're gonna drop one of these. Listen, bench- again, dude. The, the the season hasn't started yet. I okay? know. I'm going. I'm going in with with. Okay. Pick up a pick. You want me, right? Is that what you're gonna do? You're gonna drop one of your bench 
you're going to drop one of your bench bats to pick up a pitcher, right? And no, you just said, no, we'll see that. We'll see. I might, I might trade. I, I might start, start calling you or uh, Gus seems to like, like, uh, like to trade. And I might, uh, you know, I might trade one of my uh, bad guys, you know, well, and I, then yeah, we'll I mean, go from there. I mean, dude, there's don't think you're gonna again. three guys against teams that have weaker hitting, but more so on bases because you like your hitting so much. Because, but and then say you're gonna drop them like and like a minute later. Okay, I just I I I I, I like the I know. team. I know, Maddie. Maddie, there's Maddie. It's every every book. Everybody Nobody knows what they're doing except for you. No. I understand. No, that's, that's the name of the podcast. I think, I think Don that's the name of the podcast. Good strategy. I think Max went into it really well. Um, Scotty, you know, for the most part, I understood what he was doing. Uh, Dave, eh, not so much. Well, we'll talk to him. But I, there, there's things that I didn't understand. Uh, PJ, I mean, I don't like it at all. But I mean, he had a very clear strategy, and he did it. Um, it's again, it falls into the category. Just don't understand. I guess is all it is. But don't you feel like you have a little bit uh, like you, you you had a lot of guys like between Kopech, Manny, and Peterson just like sitting on your bench? I do. I do, but I also don't. I think that's for a short time. Everything that I've everything that I've heard. So let's say let's say it's a couple weeks even. Like they don't really know what's what what's going to happen there. No, they I, don't. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I don't know. I don't know. But and, I don't. Everything think- that I've heard is even the move with Kopech. It's like this doesn't signal that he's going to be down at the beginning of the season, there's still a really good opportunity or, or chance that he's going to start a, in the rotation at the beginning of the year. That's everything that I've read. Nate Peterson, same thing I just read. I literally just read it, that, that he might be a, a part of the rotation right off the beginning because they're talking about more double headers. They're going to need more starters. And they're talking about their work. The thing that they're, the big thing that that's going to come out in the next couple of weeks, once, once they have their plan in is this whole minor league uh, time thing that they're trying to work yeah, out. I, I, the, I think your team looks a so, lot better if Kopech and Peterson start the year and the bigs, or it's a week. What if, what if they even say that, Hey, it's two weeks. You know, I'm willing to punt. I, I know it's a shorter season. I'm willing to punt two weeks to now. I've I have two weeks of a shitty uh, uh, pitching staff, and then in two weeks when those guys get brought up, I mean, it's a completely different pitching st- staff now. Now you're talking that that's a strength for me is my starting pitching. You know, it's uh, that, I, I guess I, I'm not saying no. I wouldn't say no, but and that's, but, but it, and that's why I. I'm comfortable going in later, with that now, pitching yeah. that I have set up. It's two weeks later, and then on top of it, they still got to keep going. So, all I, I guess I, we can, you know, move on from here. But you know, um, I, I just it, it, it's going to be hard to manage. Is I guess is from from what you're saying. I get it. I guess I understand it. I don't get it. It'll be Man, very hard to manage. You're. I think yours is going to be harder to manage without having any top 36 uh, uh, pitchers on your staff. I think I got more flexibility because I can trade off one of those guys. Let's say we go into the season. Do you know how many times Gus has reached out to me? What are you doing with Luis Castile? I want Luis Castile. What if I can get a couple? What if I can get two quality starting pitchers off of him for Luis Castile because he's got such a, a hard on for him? I mean, that that's the thing is – 
you can't find an ace. You're, it's going to be tough to find somebody that that's out there that's going to do that. Do that if you miss on all your guys. You Whereas have, I know I've got aces. Wait a minute. You have three aces. You're talking about trading one to get two lesser quality starting pitchers just because you want the quantity, right? Fill in the depth. Yes. I have that's what quantity. I'm saying. I have it. And if I feel like that I'm just that good at drafting and I know the guys I want, I did this. I know I can't. Maybe this is the, the, the worst thing of my draft. The, 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 I mean, I, I looked at it today. And I, was like, you know what I, I just put all my chips in because I cannot trade anyone on my team. I could trade my long-term guys, and I feel like at the end of the season, there will be commodities and coveted commodities, and people that are out of it would be like, hey, I'll trade you these good players for your prospects, but I'm not doing that. I, I think I pretty much put myself in a position this year that I'm not going to be trading a lot. I won't be able to. Excuse me. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, I won't be able to. No one's going to want my – no one wants my players. That's, that's just the – the, the 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 truth of it. I mean, I look at my team and I'm like, you know, I'll try to trade something with Max the other day. And, you know, he basically said the two players I offered him, you, I like him more than Max does. And Max likes the players that he has more than even more than the players that I have. So it's like, it's, it gets to the point where I, I used to draft or pick up players just so I could, I knew someone liked them and I was be able to flip them to somebody. I, this year I did it as I have the strategy of these are the players I like. I believe in these players. They're going to do X, Y, and Z, so I'm going to get them. And my pitching strategy was, I don't need an ace. I don't need a top 38 player because you know what? Every year, that top whatever player is not the same spot at the end of the season. Everything changes. And I feel like if these guys can get me to the finish with $39, and that's a lot more than what you got, and I can have a little bit more flexibility throughout the season picking up players and dropping players. And I have no one on my bench. I don't care about my bench. I have so I don't have a, I have one pitcher that's in a long term contract. So I can I can do as almost anything I want with those guys. I'll pick them up and drop them easier than anybody else. They don't mean anything to me. And if they if they fizzle, great. I'll pick someone else up. I have that. I have that flexibility. You do not. You're gonna okay. pick players like Edmund Rosario. You're gonna drop Edmund Rosario. You're gonna try to flip. Brandon, uh, you know what you're going to do? You're going to try to trade John Birdie to someone that needs stolen bases. Okay. Uh, now, nah, I just, it's going to be hard to manage. You know, you're going to, I feel like it is. And why do you, what's with Rich Hill? What's with the Rich Hill love? Come on. Because look at how dominant on a, when he plays, look, look at his finishing stats last year. Look at, look at how, how well he's done. I sent that text message out. Uh, I don't want to bring it back up, but like over the last three years, when he pitches, if he pitches, he's great. You know, if but if he pitches, if you're, that's fine. I, I, I just need him to get. I just you already have question marks, you know. And if Kopech and Pearson do come up, but if they don't, you have Rich Hill, which you know, that's another guy that's not going to give you innings. That's four guys now on your starting pitching that are going to not be able to pitch. He was on he was on pace prior to this to uh, start June first. That's when that's when his projected timeline was. Baseball's not starting June first, so he you know, and, and everybody's going to have to ramp up. I'm I went into the season with the with the knowledge 
uh, or with the the assumption that Rich Hill is going to be healthy at the beginning of the season. So he's like, I know you you guys or uh, Maddie, you mentioned that he's you know you don't think he's going to be uh, uh, he'll be a guy that's on my bench because he won't be ready to play. But I'm I'm under the assumption that he's and if he's not. Boom! That's one guy I can get rid of real easily and pick up somebody else. I mean, he was a dollar guy at the end of the draft, but nobody, nobody else at a dollar is going to give me, you know, uh, eleven Ks per per nine and pitch on a sub three ERA like that. Uh, just so you know, when he three dollars for him. Okay, fine. He was a three dollar guy. I mean, again, it's it's three dollars. It, it's nothing. It, it's the end of the draft. Yeah, it's three dollars to get what I just said, though. All right. Oh my God, Maddie! Right. Like, but but again, like I think just what Don was kind of pointing out is that, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not. I guess we're not here to try to like convince you that you, your team sucks. That's not what it is. But it's more or less we're talking about your draft and a draft strategy. And you know, I, I just it's kind of funny that you you have all these pitchers or this pitching strategy, but you don't have. You don't have the pitchers, and now you're now you've even said you're willing to trade one of your guys to Gus to get someone off of his team that you know because he likes this guy so much. And I, I don't see anybody on it, two pitchers on Gus's team that he's willing to trade you for that one guy. I understand that like he likes him and all, but who does Gus have? Listen, that it, Gus, like he has no one on his team. I just I just threw him out there. I mean, so he's going to give if you I dangle a shirt. and Ryan Yarbrough. <laughs> If I dangle a Scherzer or a, a Castillo to somebody, that that's if in the first two weeks I don't feel like like what I felt going into it. The Pearson, the Kopech, uh, Rich Hill's not like if everything if everything that I just said to you that I, like what I felt again my strategy. Sure. Sure. I, I laid out my strategy. Just because you didn't like it doesn't mean that it's not a strategy. If I if I feel like at the end of that two weeks that I'm not there. And hey, I just I just crapped the bed. I'm gonna pivot, okay? I, I'm not. I'm smart enough, and I listen to enough of this shit that I I know the players that that I want to go after. I I know what I can do. I'm gonna try to do something. I'm I'm not. At the end of the year, I'm always I'm always like I know when to cut run, or I'm either going for it. And I, this year, I think I'm going for it. And I yeah, my pitching may not be complete yet. You may not fit. It may even to me looking at it going, okay, I, I there's a lot of question marks. Okay. But unless you're Dom's team that has very little question marks going into it, I, I think you have a lot of question marks too. Nobody well, yeah. it, it's tough to go into and draft a perfect season or a perfect uh, roster. So No, I'm not saying that. I just Yeah, sure. Fine. I just I, it's, for, for you to say that I don't have a strategy, I just laid out my strategy. I have to have a lot of things go right my way for my strategy to work, but that's my strategy. I mean, I whether you like it or not, that's what it was. I laid it out. It's still it a strategy. It is a strategy, good or bad. Strategy was to give up Glad at, at, after the end of the draft to get a guy that you could have just drafted. Oh my God, the Vlad thing again! That's a strategy. <laughs> look at look at my lineup. Look at it. It's freaking just. Amazing. Sure. That's fine. I just you didn't have a strategy. You did. You I had no. You had you had guys you liked. You had players that you were targeting. That doesn't mean that was a draft strategy. 
Because when you look at your pitching staff, for example, you have guys that if the season started whenever, June, the four guys are not going to be team. And now you're telling me that you're willing to give them guys that were on your team before the draft, before the draft, to drop them, to move on to something. Or you're willing to, to basically take a guy that was almost no way in hell you were going to trade. And Luis Castillo, I've asked you for him before. And you're willing to just give, give him up for two crappy players or two guys that get you a lot of stats. It, maybe it is a strategy. It's a strategy that is a work in progress is what it sounds like. And this team looks more like a team that – no, I'm, I'm just – that was an example, the Louis Castillo thing, the, that, the Max Scherzer yeah, thing. It's a, I don't know. you got a lot of skill, and you know what you're doing. I just – this doesn't look like a team – like, I guess it's just very – I don't right. understand. Well, Nez, thanks for sharing your draft strategy. And regardless of what Maddie – Lack of one. Maddie thinks about it. <laughs> you know what? It's your. It was your strategy, and you executed it to your best ability – and you have a solid offensive team, major speed and runs there, and then everything else you can fluctuate. You're right there. I feel like in the middle of home runs, and I know you got the potential to be a big home run guy, and and I feel like all the other ones, you're right there in the middle of the pack. Uh, obviously, pitching, you're going to need some luck, and – some things to go your way, but like you said, you're going to be working the waiver wires, and you'll fi- you'll find a couple guys if you need to. So um, we'll move on from that. Oh, what about your good picks? Now, with this question, is it my good picks or like the guy the the guys that I liked or the you just in general and then, who people uh, picked up that was one good. or two other people's if you thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I I already said it. I think these guys are were way undervalued. I uh, I signed them to long term deals. Uh, Mark Canna and and J D Davis were two guys that like I really liked, and I'm glad that are on my team. I think they 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 have position flexibility. Um, the 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 stats, the way they finish, the all the all the advanced metrics and stuff say that. It, what they're doing is sustainable. So I think I've got guys that are going to be in the top hundred that I got at the back part of the draft that are going to be really good. Uh, obviously, my uh, the of the ones that I thought were really good, um, I think I, I mentioned it when um, uh, Scotty put out the email. Uh, my favorite picks uh, of the of the entire thing was actually yours, Dom. Um, I think you picked up who was it? Jorge uh, Soler was the one that I love. Like I, I was like, man, this guy, you know, he hit 48 home runs last year. You know, he had a breakout and he went for, you know, almost nothing. You know, like nobody gave him the love. They just didn't think it was repeatable because of, I guess, of his history and stuff. So um, Jorge Soler, I mean. I know you're you're sitting on Giancarlo Stanton too, but I mean, I think Jorge Soler is going to easily outperform Stanton this year. And stuff. thank you, I, I love that. Thanks. Pick. So that was my favorite. Surprise, he went outside for sixteen. <laughs> I thought he definitely would go for a lot more, but you know, I'll take it. Unless you, you know, the question marks with Stanton, you know, throughout the year. So I feel like that was a nice safety blanket no. for me. 
Yeah, I mean, even if he doesn't finish on pace with what what he did, he's still going to be a, a back end thirty home run guy, you know, on a regular season type of deal. I mean, he's he showed enough power, enough sustainability last year. I think he, I, I think he can do it again. So yeah, good. Any other picks really good you want to talk about, or good ones, or you want to move on to so called your bad picks? Hey, uh, you know, it, as much as cr- as crappy as I. Uh, I just shit on uh, uh, Maddie's team. He's got like three pitchers that I love that he picked up that uh, I think are going to break out this year. So, I mean, Andrew Haney, uh, Jose Arquiti, uh, Adrian Hauser. Uh, I, Maddie and I talked about Adrian Hauser um, prior to the draft. I, he was the guy that I really wanted. Uh, he was the guy that I actually thought, envisioned that um, when, when I said I, I was going to go after Granky and then a, another 10 to $15 guy, I thought it was going to be Granky and Hauser. Um, so, I mean, I like that pick a lot actually, Maddie. So you, you do have some guys on there. Um, the, the, the ones there, there's guys on there though, that I don't like. So that's where I really shit on your team. But I do like, I do like those three guys a lot. How, like, like, I'm not saying that Mark Cannon is a bad guy, but I mean, he's, He's 31. He's going to be, you know, he just turned 31, I guess, you know, like two months ago. But still, and also, Rich Hill's 41 years old. He will be 41 years old this year. I mean, four, that's old, man. I, I give him mad props for doing it. I'm not saying that. I, I just, you got some old guys on your team that you like. You signed for multiple years. I know you didn't sign Rich Hill for multiple years, but so just, I mean, I don't see Mark Cannon doing more than a 20 home run. One stolen base with a three forty OBP type of guy. Okay, again, this is back to how I fucked up my draft. But it's not how again, I like these guys. It was it was my the question was was how which guys do I think I were that I liked in my pick, and those are two guys. So, so your bad picks, other than like D Gordon, obviously. And D oh, Gordon and uh, yeah, Wayne Gordon. Is there any other picks that you kind of got stuck with? No, I mean, again, I'm not upset about the Rich Hill thing. Um, you know, I, I, I he, so at the time I saw Lorenzo Kane as a value of where he was going and stuff. Um, I wasn't sure if I was how much Hannah and uh, Davis were going to go for. I also I like didn't expect Avisel Garcia. I think that is, uh, yeah, I think that was one that like a lot of people like. I if if I could have just if I would have known because when I drafted Lorenzo Kane, I didn't know I was going to get Avisel Garcia. Um, you know, several rounds later and at at, at the value that I did because yeah. he's That's he's hitting out of Milwaukee, you know. He's gonna play every day. Like he's gonna play. Oh, yeah. Hit, oh yeah. He I, I mean I really think that he's gonna be a we saw what he, he did he's gonna Tampa, be a thirty five you know you know ex- yeah. No. I mean he, that was in Tampa too. That's not a hitter's ballpark. So I mean no. I, I love like the Avisil Garcia thing like the, the the reason why I don't love him is because I I did spend a little bit more on him too, um, but it was the Lorenzo Kane. Like I, uh, that's fine. I'm not upset. I think he 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 fills a, uh, a, you know, a position in there. But he he's somebody with not a lot of like 
flexibility. He doesn't uh, qualify in any other positions. And I paid a little bit more for him. And uh, again, I just didn't think I was going to get Avisil Garcia for what I did. So um, I'm not saying that I'm upset. What did with he it. do? In what did eyes, he do in, in, with the race? I'm sorry. Am I missing something here? What did he do with the race? Who, Avisil? What? He had twenty. Uh, he had he had twenty home runs last year with the race. Uh, Four eighty nine, but he was. That's a lot of. Four hundred eighty nine. Five hundred thirty at bats. He had twenty home runs, and he had a three thirty two. Four hundred eighty nine. Five thirty. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I'm looking at it too. It says four eighty nine. 20, 20 home runs. Uh, you, what are you looking? At? I'm in a fan. I'm on fan grass. What do you want? I'm looking at what Yahoo. I'm like I'm looking at my team right now on Yahoo. It said he had 489. 530 on Fangrass in the race. Now I'm on MLB.com. 430. Yahoo is at 489. I mean, 530. I'm just, I'm just saying what Yahoo. Okay. Is, has it. Regardless. Listen. Yeah. Here's my hope. Is, yeah. Here's my hope. Two years ago. Two years ago with uh, the White Sox, I, I mean, the guy hit 380, or the guy was the OBP 380 and hit 27 home runs. You know, and he has never hit more than 20 home runs. I'm sorry, 18. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he showed, he, he, He's a guy that has, like, a, when they do their, like, hit tools rankings and stuff and power rankings, he's always had a good uh, power ranking. I just think he's going to be good at Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a hitter park. You, you look what Christian Yelich did moving from Tampa to uh, – or not Tampa, uh, Miami uh, to uh, 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 Milwaukee. And I'm not saying he's going to be Christian Yelich, but I think he's going to see, a res- uh, like, a surge in, in, in home runs. So – and I think he's going to be, fighting, again, he's gonna be fighting for playing time, I think, to be honest, with uh, everyone they got in that outfield. I mean, they, between the two, you have two guys on your team that I think one of them is going to sit every once in a while. I mean, we'll play, but they still have Braun. And then on top of it, I mean, like, their bench is crazy deep with Jed Jerko, Ben Gamble, Brock Holt. And Ryan Braun and Pena, and then if uh, Rias does come back, I think they're going to slot in um, what's his name, you know, more tens and uh, I mean they'll switch they'll switch with him with the other guy they got. What the hell is his name is? The, who's the other guy they got? Is he even on here? Is he even on here? My God, is he even on here? Where's the second base? Is Keston Hero? He's going to hit forty home runs. I don't know, but anyways, I don't know. I, I kind of like. Um, Avisil Garcia, and I, I see what you guys are liking on him. I, I know he had, you know, he was a favorite of the White Sox fans back in the day. Uh, he never lived up potential, and he did have a good season. It's just, I don't know. All right. So, um, yeah, any other, other okay. things you like to mention before you go into your rankings? It is about the draft or anything else? I know we covered. No, the, the, uh, like I know. I know what everybody's been saying. Or like I know you said you you see what um, uh, PJ was doing. Um, it, you like you respect at least respect that he's he's trying to do a stand. I I think he picking up that many bad arm pitchers well, and I stuff and guys. Doing, are, I think 
I, I put him in the class of pretty much what you and Gus are. You have, not to say you have no idea what you're doing, but whatever you're doing is not going to work is what I'm saying, I guess. I do, I go back okay. to the, your best pickup though. I think it was smart to draft Freddie Freeman at $43, knowing you're going to get that much of a discount. I, I will say that because I think if you pair Freddie Freeman with um, uh, Joy Gallo, having I think that Joy Gallo should do well even in a, a closed stadium. I think you have home runs, and I think that if you would go up against someone like Dave, you have a shot to beat Dave. I, I, I see. I view Dave as a top fourteen, I guess, somewhere in that range, you know. And also view like Max and Dom. They got kind of good power hitters, so. I think you could beat some teams like that. I think the teams that might give you a struggle going up against them would be someone like me or maybe Scott's team or Memo's team. So three other players I see in the top six. Um, just because if you're, you know, just this, your strategy you have is, I don't think it would work well with some of those other teams. Um, not to say I think you'll beat Dave or Max or Dom. I, I don't know about that. I think they got some really good teams, but um, I do like the way you paired them. And then on top of it, trading for getting Mike Moustakis, um, I like that too. I think you, you went with a little more power on it. Kind of something I wish I would have done a little bit. And then, uh, sorry, um, just having uh, Fran Mel Reyes on your team. But um, uh, overall, you know, the, the best thing I like about your draft, or not draft, but what you did was uh, the way you set it up before the draft by having Luis Castile and Snell and then keeping you, – you, you had three franchise tags, right? The, uh, so I traded one with um, to Dave with uh, what's his George Springer. Okay, well then, so I ended up with two, and I kept Gallo and um, I, I, I uh, yeah Gallo and Castillo, and then I traded for yeah. Blake Snell. Yeah, and, and I like that. I, I did like that. You know, I just and then you know the flip side. I don't know why you kept Luke Jackson. You could have got a buck back for the draft because you drafted. He was your first person. You yeah, yeah, that one was. I, I honestly thought it was uh, – I had him for a buck, and I, I don't know. I'm, I messed up on that. Oh, boy. So <laughs> We're going to lose guests. Uh, they love it. Anyway, Niz, let's hear your rankings. Let's work our way from 12 to 1. Let's hear your – Hold on. Let's hear what your friends – Wait, hold on real fast. I – What your – I, wait, Iniz, are you okay doing this? I, I I just put this on there. You don't have to do this. I'm just letting you know. I'll do a quickie. I mean, I don't – like, I, I've looked at everybody's teams. I've listened to your guys' rankings enough. I know I, I know where people are going to be strong. I mean, here, I'll, I'll ruin it for you. I've said it 50 million times. I think Dom has the Supposed best team. Your so way he's number one. Um, so <laughs> I know I'm just, I'm just ruining it for you. Okay. Uh, worst is going to be PJ. I just, I, having that many guys that are already on the IL, it's, it's going to be tough to do anything. How many guys uh, does he have I, on I the IL? Playing for the... Well, I think, I, I honestly think sales going to go on it. I know, but I mean, so I mean, I mean, wait, hold on. PJ's P... sales, uh, Severino, so he, um, one, two, uh, three, four. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pitchers, right? Nine starting pitchers. Severino, yeah. Sale, you uh-huh. said, right? Who else? Right. 
I think uh, uh, Paxson might end he up might, there. He, he, as of right now, for he is he is. If the season started within a month, which it it, it can only May would be the earliest, and that won't happen. But if it did, it, he he'd be able to start right now. See the right, but Verlander opting to get the surgery okay, too. So he has I mean, Strauss, he has Strasburg, he has Paxton, then he has three closers, and then he has Tanaka. Dustin Lamette, Max Fried, and then Sale. So if you say, and then Maeda. So he has two more pitchers than you do. And if you take away Sale, he still has one more pitcher than you do, and he has more closers than you do. Okay. Just to throw that in there. But no, I agree with you. I think, I think that it, that's tough. Go ahead. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> it sounds like it's just. I gotta argue with my guest the, the entire time on everything he says. That's the name of this show right, today. I'm gonna tell you, hey Eric, <laughs> tell me what you think, and then I'm just gonna shit no, on that. That was the stab at you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll refrain for the next uh, twelve, eleven. I mean. All right, so PJ. PJ, yep. Next, I had uh, uh, I have Sean because I just there's so many players on his team that I just do not like. Um, and he sometimes just does crazy things that I just don't get. Um, you know, uh, I, like you said to me, uh, like you've been saying to me, but I mean, it, I guess I'm your Sean or whatever for, for whatever uh, reason, uh, Ken's, I, I agree with you on, uh, Ken, um, where I just think he's, even though I like his team a lot, I think he's just does some crazy things right now and he's made a lot of moves and, um, if he's, if he's if he's already doing this much right now, I don't think he really has an idea. At least me going into it, I knew I needed one more pitcher because um, because of the whole dust uh, uh, hmm. guy that I had. Um, like that's why I picked up those guy that guy. Um, but I mean, I just uh, he obviously doesn't like his team, and he's making a ton of moves, and he's wasted a ton of money. So so Gus is um, nine. Next, I have Gus. Uh, yeah, Gus is nine. Uh, I, again, strong team, uh, but it's a lot to go into a season with three dollars. So I mean, it's just it's going to be tough for him to do anything. That's crazy. Um, I don't get that. I, 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 I don't get what? that three dollars. I've never we've never seen that before. Yeah. And, Damn, and, David and Price. The thing about it is, Damn me, David um, Price. I know. He, yeah, he he talks he talks a lot about these trades that he wants to do, but I I don't think I think he's hopeful that he can get something done. And it's it, like he's like you told him last week. Hey, you're trying to make these trades. You're trying to do it with the hardest people in the league. Like I don't think he has a feel for the league yet. So I think that's sort of why I have him lower. Even though I, there's a lot about his team, he does have a very strong pitching uh, staff. He, you know his hitters are good. I, it's just going to be tough to do anything, you know, if one of those guys go down and somebody always goes down. Um, yes. Next, um, where are we at? Eight. I have Chris. Um, you know, I, I see him as a potential playoff punt type of deal, sort of where he was last year, um, you know, right around there. Um, next, uh, be looking at uh, Maddie's team. Maddie, you're at seven, just outside of the the playoffs. Again, I, I think I don't think you have the home runs. I, I 
I worry about your uh, your your ability to not have that that starting pitching out there and stuff. The top end, uh, you have a lot of money. I see you up there, but as as it stands right now, I mean, I'm just going based off of. Well, I guess I, I said with Gus. I mean, I, I just have you at seventh right now as is. Um, sixth, I have myself. Um, but again, I've got holes. I've got question marks. I really see, like, I, I see sort of you and me, me and you, would, even though we have two different strategies, we're sort of in the same spot where we have, uh, um, like, sort of a lot of question marks, but we're, we've got a good, good base. Like I, I like my team. You like your team. We, there's still work we got to do to, to be up there with the, the top five guys. Fifth, I got memo. Um, I like his team a lot. It's got strong, uh, a lot of strong players on there. Um, uh, the, the thing with memo is sometimes he outthinks himself. So, as a manager, I got to put him behind some of the other guys up there because I just think that they're. Uh, I'm not. I'm not mocking him. I, I sometimes I think he's he, he's trying to be the smartest guy in the room, and that that hurts. You know, like the the whole trade debacle last year with the podcast and everything. I mean, I just there's certain things I I just I I think he's got a good base, but it's going to be tough for him to to compete with some of the other guys up there. Uh, four, I got my boy Dave. Um, very strong team. Um, there's just things about the the top three teams that I like a little bit better. Um, three, Scotty, two Max, number one. Like I said before, Dom, you're up there. So, um, though that's my top. I sort of went quick because I know we're running long. So, um, that's my. Thank top you for 12. sharing that and uh, giving your some thoughts on that. So. Appreciate that you and your friend did a good job, and I like I like your top pick. So uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting, but yeah, I think you're you'll be right there in the mix as always, making your moves and trying to make your team better for sure. So you got any thoughts before we wrap this up, Niz? Like to add in and appreciate you being a good sport tonight as always. Well, you know, you got to be when Maddie's attacking you every two seconds. So, <laughs> not that no, I, he, you know, you're my boy, Maddie. I, I was kind of upset. I was kind of upset when you weren't there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had all those fun notes left for you. I think, she, I think they only sent you part of it because there was a lot more than just that that little snippet. <laughs> I, you got to go and check it out when you go back because there was like. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't know if it was on there. The guy was like, why did you say Jet sucks? I'm like, oh, Maddie's a big Jets fan. He's like, oh, I'm going to rip on Maddie now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll look at it when I get there tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate it. And the, the gumbo was great. Uh, my, my wife had a, a slight complaint about her, her sandwich. But the, other than that, I mean, she was, what was, it it? was good. So I don't know. What, what was it, hon? The Joe, Joe? yeah. It just was better last time I had it. That's yeah. But other than that, my soup was awesome, even though I didn't have the one I wanted. And now, my my in laws uh, never really had uh, uh, Jason's Deli before, but they're big fans. Especially my father in law never had that gumbo. He's like Eric, dude, this is the best. I'm like, yes, I told you so. Yeah, so we're we're all fans here, Maddie. 
but you know, I got your, you know, I got mad love for you, even though you give me shit all the time. So appreciate it. Come you got any uh, closing thoughts? You know, I, I was just, what did you say? I got one thought. <laughs> I, I'm going to do my impression of you. I got one thought. Niz is a moron and his team sucks. Nobody, just, we, we kept, we, we talked about Niz's team a lot. Of course we did because he was on the show, right? And I was looking at it and we kept going back and forth on Niz's team. And I was trying to flip back and forth to other teams. Um, but just going back to Niz's team, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, he has a four person bench. And so I was just curious on it. You know, Niz, did you, did it, in your strategy of anything, or maybe you didn't, and regardless, I don't care. That's not, I'm not going to, you know, uh, pick on you, dog on you, whatever it is. But did you ever envision having four bench bats? Uh, no, they're like I said, the probably the Lorenzo Kane. If I didn't, if I didn't expect to get such a good value on Avicel. Who I who I think is a better pick for less money. I just didn't. I didn't think he was going to go for that low. I thought he was going to be out of my price range in the teens because I thought a lot sure. more people. I thought there was just more sure, stuff sure. out there. So yeah, there, there's there's definitely. I definitely wanted a couple more no, arms. No, 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 um, you know, you, you already went too far. So and you hit it on the head. You you said exactly what I wanted you to say, and. It's it's kind of been um, it's it's kind of a trend right now, and we'll see how it goes. It's gonna be hard to to um, to uh, validate what I'm about to say because there's teams like uh, Ken and Dave who did not have to pick up that many players, and then there's also teams like me and Max who don't have that many bench bats. But going into the season, um, I was expecting, or you know, and from what I thought, I really did think that that people would have less bench bats just because of the fact that you can always pick up a bench bat. Like it's, it's, it's out there. We, we don't have that deep of a team, even though I think we, maybe we do, but we also have the triple a spot where you could bring someone up and throughout the season, you could pick up a guy here and there if you wanted to. I know it's a waste of a buck, but people keep saying that in the draft, it's a waste of a buck. I mean, Scott said it, you said it is that, Oh, it's a buck. I could just drop them. So, if you wasted a buck in the draft, what's to say you can waste the buck during the season, especially if you got, you know, a, a decent amount of cash flow. Um, but what Niz just said is that he had a guy that did not think he was going to get. He got him, but he already had a guy on his team that he got for a purpose in Lorenzo Kane, whatever it may be. It was a purpose for his team. Scotty had the exact same thing on his team. He didn't think he was going to get some of these guys. He got him. And I'm looking at it right now, and it's a 3.7 average. If you take out my team, because I only have one, and it would bring down the average. Scott uh, Max is two, so if you take that out, it's almost it, it's definitely going to be over four or at four. But I'm I'm shocked that 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 we don't have or that, that the league is so similar in this aspect of it. Here's here's everyone's four, three, three, two, three, four, 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 three, three, four, one. Uh, I I don't know what to take away from it. Maybe I'm just you know. Uh, you know, throwing something out in, in, in the wind and hoping it, it, it catches. But uh, it's, it's, it's odd to hear that going into the draft, three players already have already said that they had someone on their team. They didn't think this guy was going to go for this particular amount of money. He went for undervalued, so he took them. And now in doing so, you have extra people on your bench and you're willing to drop. 
I just, I, 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 I yeah. can't fathom that. To well, me, no. It's here's fine. the other. So, so, so I've actually no, 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 because I've actually heard this this strategy out there. There's this is the thing that I think you're not getting is at some point after the top 36 pitchers, it, it's tough to find a guy. And for me to for me to like for me to go on like a JD Davis or like a, a Mark Canna, I like those guys. I didn't need those guys at the point that I I, I drafted them, but. I think there's there's more of a payoff for that dollar or two dollars that I spent on them than a dollar pitcher at that point in the draft. Whereas I can still pick up that same dollar pitcher if JD Davis completely shits the bed and looks like crap, and I you know I need to I, I need to switch. That's the problem is that the back end pitching on there, the guys that you're going to draft at a dollar and stuff, they're still there right now. You know, I'm going to get the same value on that. I'm not going to get the same value in hitting. You drafted Lorenzo Cain at $6 this before you got to Alvacel Garcia, which you thought was going to be in the teens. Is that what you just said? You got him for a yes. dollar. So you got way more value. You got it. And you get the extreme value on him, right? Okay. Right. So that's all I'm saying is, is that you got a guy at a higher rate. You didn't think you were going to get this guy because he was going to be worth more, which I don't know how the hell you think Lorenzo Cain is worth six and Alvacerio Garcia is worth 17 or whatever you think he was worth. But that's regardless. But now that you've got a guy that was so much undervalued, you're, you're now in a position where your bench for your batters is higher than what you wanted it to be. And now that position, that, that, that bench is, 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 a, is an area of weakness to you or, you know, weaknesses as, as you're willing to drop one of them. That's going to be your first drop, right? That's, that's kind of what you're saying. That's what Scotty said. That's what Gus said. That's what, you know, three people now in the league have all said this is that they got value where they didn't think they were going to get it. And now they have too many hitters on their bench and they're willing to drop one of those guys. And now okay. you, you just think it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. And it's, it's, it just goes back to, to, I did not think that that was going to happen. And people are now seeing this value. And now I'm going through it. And, I mean, if you want, I, the three people that you, Scott, and, and Gus all drop, you all pay for them. You know, you paid for the guy that you got before him. You think it's better. I really would, would be an interesting kind of thing. I'm going to take those guys you guys drop as soon as you guys do. And we're going to see what they do throughout the season and see if they're better than the guy that you kept. And also, I, I'm willing to pick them up when you do drop them. Like, I'll take it. I'll take him at Rosario at a buck because no one else wants them or whoever, you know, it's just, it's very interesting, I guess, is this, is that you guys saw that much value in a hitter that you're willing to waste an extra buck. Cause essentially what you're saying is that you paid the dollar for a med Rosario, you paid the six or cane and you paid the one for Alvacio Garcia, but now you're going to waste the dollar on a med Rosario. So you wasted a buck. And, and I understand that a dollar pitcher is what you're saying isn't, isn't really worth it, but I guess why don't you just think? Well, but I spent the dollar. I spent the dollar regardless. If I dropped him, he he was. I paid for him. It's an extra spot that you could have picked someone up. Is what I'm saying. Is you know. Right, but I'm not. Well, but why not hold that guy? And you know, he's got the potential to be Hanley Ramirez. You know, like they. they that's what they compared him to when he was coming up, like. If he if this in his third season he 
he looks like he's Hanley Ramirez at the beginning of the season, I'm not going to drop him. I'm going to, if I'm sitting on Trey Turner, you know, I'm going to try to trade that. I'm going to, I'm going to try to use that. If I just dropped him for a dollar, now somebody else has that. Well, sure I mean, the deepest position, again, it's, it's, which is crazy deep this year. Against yeah, it is. But well, it may or may not. But I mean, Gus is always looking for another <laughs> shortstop. <laughs> I mean, uh, but I, I wasn't trying to start nothing. I just I think that's very interesting. Um, and it's kind of funny because the last podcast, I just if, my I, whole thought on that is I just I actually said that we should draft it, more it, hitters. Dude, it's it, it's a game it's a game strategy on there. Like that, that that's that's totally game theory right there. It's if if I drop him, I get I if I hold on to him, I'm paying a dollar. If I drop him, I'm paying a dollar. If he's something though, and I still pay that dollar, I mean it, it's it's a no brainer to hold on to him and just see what he what he starts off as, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with that. I I just it it, it is interesting. To see. To notice that many bench bats. And at that time, I thought I was going to be sitting there with, I actually drafted John Birdie because I thought I was going to be playing Ahmad Rosario and, and John Birdie and sort of having like those two, you know, be my, my shortstop. I didn't think I was going to get Trey Turner. When you offered or when you said you were, you were willing to do something like that, that changed my team around too. So, I mean – the mod Rosario was going to be my starter. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, yeah but that's it. That's mm. all I have. Well, again, uh, thank you anyways. for uh, participating and being a good sport as always. Uh, greatly appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for all your work and thanks for keeping up your tradition of not taking the easy on this and for everyone else, please stay safe and healthy and visit Jason's deli. If possible, uh, leave oh, yeah. lots of notes, uh, for him, hopefully he'll be there. Until then. <laughs>